San Francisco, what are you doing this week? Come join Mutiny Radio Presents for four different comedy shows supporting local businesses in the Mission District and beyond. On Sunday, join us in the Tenderloin at Resolute Wine Bar, 678 Geary, for Barrel of Laughs at Resolute, an amazing comedy show with the best wines curated by Resolute. On Wednesdays, join us at Asiento at and 21st and Bryant for dinner and a show at Asiento. Delicious tapas, incredible drinks, hilarious comedy. Wednesday nights at 7.30. On Fridays at 7 o'clock, join us outside mutinyradio.fm here at 21st and Florida. 7 o'clock for outdoor comedy, socially distanced in the street. And Saturdays, join us at Atlas Cafe SF at 20th in Alabama for Titans of Comedy. Hey, everybody. It's 4 o'clock. It's usually time for Watch and Learn. We're going to be training Will Brown today. He has a new show coming up here on Mutiny Radio. I'm not sure what day, not sure what time, not even sure what the name of it is. But also at 5 o'clock today, we will be having an open mic with a couple comics rolling through. Everybody's wearing masks. Don't worry. We're all being safe. I get tested every week. Don't worry. Comedians need stage time. Otherwise, what are we doing with our lives? Will Brown will be here in a minute. Enjoy these Mutiny Radio commercials. And again, at 5 o'clock, we'll do some comedy. All right, thanks for tuning in to mutinyradio.fm in .sf. I'll be your host, Pam Benjamin. Again, Will Brown coming in. New show. Not sure what it's going to be called, but it's about interviewing comedians and stuff like that. Okay, cool. In a personal one-on-one. St. Valentine's Day Mascara. St. Valentine's Day Mascara. St. Valentine's Day Mascara. 14th of February 2021. 11am PST Facebook Live. A date for everyone. Hosted by Ms. Noir. The Ministry of Lava manages our national lava resources to ensure that we will always have a steady supply of lava to operate the nation's active volcanoes, which in turn power our cities and methamphetamine labs. As a matter of national security, we need to reduce our dependence on foreign lava, which means an expansion of domestic lava drilling. As your chancellor, I will build lava wells all over the country, as well as secure access to more lava fields by invading Hawaii. Imagine orange gold spurting out from school playgrounds on the Great Plains and illuminating the Nebraska sky like fireworks on the 4th of July. Magma oozing over the rolling hills of Kentucky. Volcanic ash settling gently over homes in New England like fresh gray snow. If you want global lava markets to continue to be dominated by terriblest regimes like Iceland, Chile, and the Philippines, vote for my opponent, who sits in their back pocket as comfortably as Pahoehoe on the slopes of Kilauea. If you want the United States to stay competitive in the era of peak lava and beyond, then take a chance on the Chancellor. Are you looking for local handcrafted leather goods? Look no further than Skin on Skins, a local mission, a leather working shop, all original 
pieces handcrafted for you jackets belts purses jewelry everything made out of leather you need your bicycle seat fixed you want it in cool leather under can do it you have a motorcycle that you want to fit out with side bags and cool stuff talk to under go to skinonskins.com that's s-k-i-n O-N-S-K-I-N-S dot com. You just went to Folsom Street Fair and you don't have enough leather? Go see Under. Everything is handcrafted and understated quality. Fine leather handcrafted goods for all of your needs. He also does fixes. Maybe you love that jacket. He'll put the zipper back in. Talk to Under at SkinOnSkins.com at 20th and Mission. Check him out at SkinOnSkins.com. LSD, fap, acid, fapping, fapping, and acid, acid, fapping, fapping, and acid, fap, 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 acid. Thank you. That song is called Acid and Fapping. What is flat black plastic what could it be it's exactly what you think it is flat black plastic vinyl records round played mixed all for you every Saturday from noon to two by Scotto Amazing artist, music DJ, vinyl enthusiast. That is flat black plastic. This is Tuchel Matos with Mutiny Radio. Big up to the number one station that rule the nation. Give it to me every time. Ah! My name is Breakfast. And I'm running for Chancellor of the United States of America. For too long, we have gone without a Chancellor who is willing to take bold leaps of faith and logic to create new possibilities for our great, big, fat nation. As your Chancellor, I will balance the budget on the head of a pin, give entertaining speeches, have scandalous affairs, write strongly worded letters to unpopular foreign leaders, good on camera. End all hunger, crime, abuse, war, disease, disasters, sadness, depression, oppression, repression, suppression, transgression, obsession, expression, impression, regression, and digression by signing pieces of paper that express my disapproval of such things. And invest in an American flag pin to be worn prominently on my stylish jackets. It's time to work together to take the country back from us and return it to ourselves. It's time to turn this country around and drive it into opposing traffic. It's time to take a chance on the Chancellor. Edna Mira Rea, known for my sketch comedy show, Edna in a Bottle. 
I also happen to be a monologue queen. Yes. So when I'm not joking about the state of humanity, I am telling stories. Just like I do in my solo show, Alters for My Alters, where all the characters in my head try to conquer me for stage time. That's right, you better put me on. Leave her alone. Where am I? It won Best of SF Fringe and it's Broke Ass Steward approved. And I'm screening my solo show on February 5th because it's my birthday. So we're having a drum and bass party afterward with DJ Flacco. Drum and bass. Get your tickets to my show, Alters for my altars and the dance party afterward at Eventbrite. Just go to eventbrite.com and type in Edna Monologue Queen Turns 35. See you February 5th.
Everybody, thanks 
for tuning in to Mutiny Radio.fm and .sf. I am joined right now by Will Brown. Woo. New show coming up, Funny People, including Will Brown. It's going to be on Thursdays from 4 to 6, interviews and things. So we're just kind of learning, training. So if you can see, I'm watching the meters. Now, I should have headphones on. I'm being really lazy. Okay, put this back. This is up, and everyone can hear. But there's a trick. There's a mute button. So here, for things. Two weeks and a day. I've been stood up for a time. I've left seven packages on your doorstep, 40 poems, two plants, and three handmade note cards. I got sorry greeting me at my front door. And you, you can keep yours, because I don't know what to do with them. They don't open doors or bring the sun back. Don't fetch a morning paper, and they don't make me happy. Nobody stop using my tears to wash cars, because the sorry and I am simply I didn't know I was so important to you. I'm going to have to throw some away. Can't get to the clothes in my closet for all of the sorry. I'm going to put a sign on the door, leave a message by the phone. If you call to say you're sorry, call somebody else. I don't use them anymore. Thank you. 
it's really my stuff you got, you got to give it to me. If you want it, I am the only one that can handle it. Two tables, whitewashed windows, grime wiped over once with age, legs spread anxious, eyes rolling up my thighs, metal horses gnawing in my womb, dead mice fall from my mouth. I really didn't need to. I really didn't think I could. Just one day off. Get off of me, all this blood, bone shattered like soft ice cream cones. I couldn't have people see me pregnant. I couldn't have my friends see this dying dangling between my legs. We're playing off the... kind of low like here around two or one so that you can kind of hear the music sort of but you kind of don't but you kind of do um
Hello, do we have a caller? Hello? Hello, um, hello, caller. What's your name? You sound cute. <laughs> hey. What's your name? Henry. Henry, <laughs> where are you? Are you close by? Uh, yeah. <gasps> I, I could be there in five minutes. Okay, how about sooner? I need to see you now. <laughs> okay. Sexy Talk with Will Brown and Henry here live on Mutiny Radio Broadcasting. We are trying out this equipment in the studio with Pam Benjamin. Thank you so much, Pam, for inviting us in. It's so fun to be live on the radio. Ever since I watched WKRP in Cincinnati as a kid with Lonnie Anderson. And wait, who was the other breakout star from that show? She was like the hot, sexy pinup woman. Henry, did you watch WKRP in Cincinnati? Um, I didn't. You were like not born yet, but it was so good. It was fun. And then the weather guy and the sports guy. And then the sales guy, Herb. He was good. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah, the crazy DJ guy, the hippie guy. Henry, um, do you are you? It looks like you want to get off the phone and do other things. Like, uh, yeah, that would be awesome. All right, he echoing because he's in the studio. All right, thank you, our guest caller, Henry. Let's go back to some music.
Oh, yeah, we're here at MutinyRadio.fm and .sf. Will Brown training for the new show, Thursdays, 4 to 6. Funny people, including Will Brown. Woo! Woo! Yeah, woo. Uh, So, yeah, when you have people on stage, too, this is their playback. You can hear that. You're listening. You can see I'm not popping the levels too hard. But if I pull up Peter Struckmeyer and I go, then you have to like you can pull down the volume a little bit or modulate sometimes i pay more attention than others i know people's sets now so you know like <laughs> i know it's about to get loud right you know when it's about to get loud or but if it's kyle morrissey you know you always want to jack it way up because he's he's a quiet boy um but i feel like my can you hear me i can hear you i can absolutely hear you i cannot hear myself in these headphones well you still have a little bit of music underneath which is great that's fine okay um but put on put on put on both headphones maybe it's uh, one side works and the other doesn't who knows that can I you hear is, yourself yeah now there I you can. go okay, I uh sometimes the channels get confused uh but it's so i shaved what? yesterday i know shaved i shaved what? i uh, well so that's the whole thing like I don't watch porn, so I have no idea how I'm supposed to quaff the crash, crash site. I have no idea what I'm supposed to do to impress these boys. But I, I, I had to shave because, you know, I'm, I'm kind of going blind a little bit. And I thought, <laughs> I thought I saw a spider crawling across my legs. No, that was just pubic hair. It was fuzzy. <laughs> it was... Time and to well, shave. It was time, well, that's the other thing is that, you know, I finally got laid. 
And so I realized, what? like, wait a minute. Nobody News should flash. look at my butt. No one should have to look at my butt hair. Okay, if I don't have to look at my butt hair, no one should have to look at it. So I was trying to shave and get into all the folds, but it's a slippery <laughs> slope. I started shaving, and I was like. Oh, I think I, I shaved myself crooked, and then I like had to jump out of the shower and look, and I'm like, oh, uh. and then Girl. I didn't know. I was like, well, I should shave from the top a little bit because I had kind of a little fur trail thing happening, and um, it was very wilderness based. <laughs> and I shaved down from the top a little bit, and I found a bald spot. So then I had to keep bald shaving spot. down. Get your eyebrow pencil out. I had to go down way too low. <laughs> so it was like, so I have no idea what pubes are supposed to look like, but I think I did it wrong. And what is the purpose of pubic hair? Does anyone know? Uh, I think it's to hold scent in. Oh, I it's think for the it's musk. Scented, yeah. God, that's it's weird. To trap the body smells. Oh boy. I I thought because you know I I shaved under there and I I peed and the pee went all over the place. So I thought maybe pubic hair is to like funnel the pee into the toilet, mm, like I don't make think there it were go toilets down. Toilets around during evolution times. Oh. Her. So that you wouldn't pee, because you piss all over yourself with no hair down there. Really? Yeah. It's I don't it know what that's like as a male gender. Right, right. But I've okay, always wanted to pee. But so I can't shave my beard straight, and it's right in front of me on my face in the mirror. So I don't even know how you symmetrically trim pubes or butt hairs. <laughs> forget about it. That shit is itchy. I think I shaved my butt hair once, and never again, never Never again. I just, I just kind of did the sides. Well, it's because I can do this. I can do this trick, and it's, it's just so much better if I'm. Okay, yeah, she's doing the uh, cheerleader pull her foot up over her head oh, trick. I, I well, that's the thing. That I've either. been doing. I've been. Um, it's. I'm trying to balance here too and do it. Um, it's. I was the other day. I was just stretching. I was drunk on Thursday, and I came home. And I was like doing the splits on the ground and just stretching. And I was like, God, I'm so flexible. Why doesn't, you would think all kinds of people would want to have sex with me because it'd be so fun. I think that you could probably find a few people more. I don't know but where these can people we, are. But can we rewind it back yeah. to the part where you did get laid recently? Yeah. Um, how was it? Who? I mean, if you want to hint about who it was. Okay, like can I can I do 20 questions to try to figure out who it is? First of all, do I know this person? Probably. Probably. I think so. Is this person under the age of 30 but no. obviously more than 18? No, they're not under 30. They are over 30. They're over 30. Are they over 40? No. But they were they're in their 30s. They're, yeah. it, was it Henry? No. Bitch, I'll cut you. <laughs> I'll cut you. I'm going to cut you. Hey. No. Um, I'm Hen feeling Henry, myself, I, though. A guy told me on the street today, and I felt kind of ugly because I was a little hungover. But he said, girl, you hella fine. I was like, thank of you. Of course. So uh, you have more, more, you have guesses. more guesses. Okay, that was two guesses. It's not Henry, and they are in their 30s. I think that was three. It took me three guesses where it should have taken two. Uh, this person does stand-up comedy. Nope. No. Who would it be? Was it the UPS guy? No. Damn. He's, you know, I mean, that's hittable. But the UPS guy is straight. This it is was, a separate question. The thing is, we were, it was kind of funny because we were having a political conversation and it was so, I was like, damn, this is a new kind of casual sex. Like, we are having the strangest conversation. So wait. <laughs> 
during... it w- was it it was a random thing or is it somebody you've been trying to no it's it's just my ex-boyfriend it's fine oh uh, it's your ex yeah okay. i just i went you know i went back to those who are familiar with the crash site yes. they know how to get the work done they they have no problem getting the work done i mean why train somebody new for the job when somebody yeah. else already knows what already knows what's going on mm-hmm. it's true uh i mean it was really good it's it's really, it's really great i mean i'm but I mean, good. you know i don't know happy about that for you it's, so i mean it's great happy. i mean it's because uh, i was getting like i get a little crazy if i don't you seem calmer today a little you. bit i yeah. mean you know oh i think it's helps Trying. yeah I, mean, I had another joke i wrote about it because we were literally it was so funny oh the, there was my cat plays with my cat plays with cat litter she's such a weirdo mm-hmm. so i bought her a new toy box it has a thousand toys in it a thousand, it's like just, literally, it's, it's like just it's a litter from box. China. Oh, it's no, a litter it's box. Just, she just plays with litter. So she plays with turds. And litter. Well, not with turds, but with the tur- the turd nuggets. Clumped up pee and. Well, it's it's this new it's it's a little pieces of wood. It's like this Trader Joe. It's yeah, it's like pieces it's of organic, sawdust that they put together. Cedar wood. Yeah, um, it's exactly it's what wonderful. it is. Okay, it's chipped up. Me and Henry almost had sex on the way over here. Oh my gosh, that's exciting. Well, can I tell the story, Henry? Okay, he's open. Um, <laughs> so we you know, were driving on the way to get to Muni Radio Studios here in downtown, well, the Mission Fish. District of San Francisco. And, you know, there's attractive men on the street. You know, oh. some of them, one, one dude was... Um, hitching up his jeans and I was like what's up jeans how you doing do you do you need to ride somewhere I mean you know I said this to Henry I I didn't roll down the window and yell it at him because me and Henry are still kind of working on like when is it okay to invite a stranger into the car (laughs) there's COVID it's like how you know what are we gonna do so I was like yeah he could keep his mask on sit in the back seat one of us could jerk him off we got hand sanitizer for lube Henry has like work gloves so there's lots of possibilities lots of possibilities very safe sex in the back seat of a stranger's car like who wouldn't sure. who would pass well, I know I mean he's gonna be into context. one of us either he's into like handsome well Henry used to be a twink now he's a twunk What's a, what's a twunk mean? It's past tense of twink. Oh. Like a twinkie. So he's like, you know, he's just, I think he's just crossed the threshold into twunkdom. <laughs> um, after many successful years year. as a twink. And as I've passed into the next phase of life, which is daddyhood. Daddyhood. Um, so that's where we're at. I'm like, either you're going to like a white daddy, rednecky type with a trucker hat. Or you're going to like a POC twunk, mm. I think. I mean, he can pass for a twink if he needs to. Sure. Still, he's kind of on the cusp. I, I, absolutely. I can't, couldn't believe he, his looks belie his age. Yes. Which is the best of both worlds for me. I'm like the looks of a younger man, but the experience and wisdom of a little bit slightly older man <laughs> than I usually <laughs> was going for, which was all my friends were like, Will, what are you doing? stop dating 25 year olds i was like i will go as high as 35 and henry's below that so there you go we're good 23 i'm Mm -hmm. i like him young i'm sorry Uh, (laughs) i'm sorry sorry not sorry sorry not sorry i mean i like young guys i'm sorry i'm if i was but if i was a man in this age and i liked Nobody girls. would. No one would even blink a fucking no. eyelash. 
you know what? As long as they're 18 plus out of high school, can we just yeah. make sure that they're out of high school? That's yeah, absolutely. That's my only out of high school. But you know, I mean like for a relation, for a relationship, like, you know, they should, I think that you should be out of college really. I, Depends I, on what you want to learn from me. 25 was my previous standard and I was like, yeah, 25 is probably too young too. I like to teach them. I like to, I like it when they like to learn from me and they think I'm super smart. Mm, you are smart. You're smart Thanks. for a f any man. <laughs> You're probably too smart for your own good. <laughs> Uh oh. <laughs> so finish this story up. You were going. You two almost. Like, oh, you were gonna have oh. sex in the car with each other. You were gonna have sex with the questionably housed we man that you were gonna pick up. No, no, no. He wasn't questionably housed. He oh, okay. was very like put together. I mean, you know, he's just jeans and a t-shirt. Oh, okay. He had a haircut, so that's good. I you thought know, a guy was cute. Standards. I thought a guy was cute on the street, and then I I was on the bus and I was looking out the window, and I only saw, I didn't see the whole package, yeah. and I saw like his upper body, and I was like, ooh, who's this guy? And then I noticed he was pushing a cart, and I was like, like okay, oh, Pam, dial it back. Yeah, girl. dial it back. I'm a little, I'm I'm a little too hot. The thirst is. The thirst is real. Yeah. The thirst is real. You know who has hot, hot homeless people? Like we were just in Salt Lake City. Girl, those Mormon boys, they just look so pure. Ooh. Even the homeless ones, they look better dressed and cleaner cut than the average hipster in the mission. Damn. You know, I'm like, these homeless dudes could get it. When were you in Salt Lake City? We, we drove for Thanksgiving to see my mm. nephew against all CDC recommendations. We drove several states. We went through six or seven states Dang. to get there and back. So we kind of looped down, we went through like Close to the Grand Canyon, we went to Las Vegas, cesspool, kept going, Hoover Dam, I'm wearing my Hoover Dam shirt, Hoover Dam. and my Route Damn. 66, enjoy the mustache ride hat. Awesome. I thought that synced up, like Henry suggested it. And then, um, so we drove through, Hoover Dam was beautiful, beautiful. I recommend it, they've improved, they made some improvements since the first time I was there. The gift shop was bomb, we bought a <laughs> lot of stuff at the gift shop. They have the perfect public bathroom for cruising. I mean, it's immaculate. Wow. Very clean. I would have gotten down on my so, knees in that bathroom. When you when you meet, let's say that you do want to have anonymous, anonymous sex with a stranger in COVID times, yeah. you just don't kiss, right? It's like... No kissing. No kissing. Why kiss? Yeah, so with a stranger, I can't yeah, but I don't, I just go there if it's like a strange encounter it's all about just dicks and hands and mouths wow all right and, but Henry, i haven't Henry's been to an like, orgy in years i haven't i haven't been to an orgy since 2008 <laughs> 2008 2008 2008 it's been a long time oh you can turn his mic on it's four Ooh, turn him up four. On four henry's getting in on the conversation yeah um I would love to be invited to a, a, like a party like that, but you can get tickets to orgies on Eventbrite now. Oh my God! Well, no, but the thing is, I'd want it to be with certain people. Certain people, you're like invitation only. Kind orgy. of. Well, they just get your hotel room. Yeah, I mean, that's you true. live in the theater district. Get yeah. yourself a hotel room. That hotel room will pay for itself by the time you're done. I, at night. I would, I, I would, I would guess that. Yeah. I can't imagine though if, if I invited. I, I can't imagine if I invited the people I would want to invite would be like no. Why? Like why not? Why not? What's wrong with me? So, Nothing. So, so I don't know if you know this, but in San Francisco, um, houses that are painted black are usually houses that hold orgies. 
Learning tips. lessons. Learning lessons. Tips from Tari. Well, you've got the tips. I mean, like black windows, black garage door, black everything. Like the whole house is painted black. I just saw a red house and I want it painted <laughs> black. It's gonna be an orgy. You better get down on your bed. The thing is that, like, uh, honestly, my body hasn't looked this good since I was in high school. Like, I, I look, yes. I look really good naked, and I'm like, I really want people to see it. They, girl, you. I don't know why you think that you're being held back from doing all these things. I feel, yeah. The I only mean, oh, well, I'm thing almost, holding I'm you back is you. I'm gonna cut. I'm gonna cut. I'm gonna do some French Botox. Get and some then I'll bangs. Feel, I'll feel better with bangs and a mask. Bang! Bangs but the thing and a is, mask. I like kissing. I like kissing people. That's like one That's of my fine. things. Well, and it's COVID times. But I'm negative, so I just don't want to. I mean, like. Give them enough see, weed that they get cute. dry mouth, and then keep their mask on, and then you can kiss dry mouth through a mask. Gross. I know it's terrible. Super gross. Okay, it. I'm gonna with some put up some music, and we'll. We're gonna bring out. that gonna, music back we're up. We're gonna have a open mic in a little bit and i'm so, yeah, learning this mix board there you go oh, here it comes there it is.
somebody say money? Oh my god. Uh, we have some money looking talent in the house. Shelby is here. We ha also have Kyle, Pam Benjamin, Henry's on standby, and me, Will Brown. We'll bring you an open mic here in a few minutes. Stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. Alright, ladies and gentlemen and other gendered peoples, we are about to start this here open mic. I have several people on the list. I'm waiting for visual clarification of who is going to step to the mic. We've got Pam Benjamin with a big old stick in her hands, turning, turning that up. Ladies and gentlemen, get ready for some live stand-up comedy.
All right, I believe we have some comedians in the house. Is there some funny people around ready to talk? Shelby girl, looking fierce. You got your, mm, I don't even know how you ladies look so good sometimes. And she's got her flannel shirt on, ladies and gentlemen. Just, just to keep it real, she's keeping it like, I am a beautiful woman and I can go hiking. So she's got multiple talents. We also have Kyle in the house, everyone's favorite. Okay, well, you got more facial hair than the last time I saw you. That grew fast, dude. He's got some testosterone. Oh, okay, you know, implants, whatever it takes to get the look that you desire. You know, there's hella cheekbone implants walking around the Castro these days. All right, um, do, have we, do we have a decided order? Is anybody preferential on going first? I think Kyle looks very ready. And you know, unless, you know, ladies first, Shelby. She's still, she's jotting her notes down. She's getting her set list together. All right, ladies and gentlemen, if I can find the right slider to turn on the microphone, I'm just gonna turn them all on until there's feedback. All right. Coming to the stage, our first comedian of this open mic here at Mutiny Radio, live from the mission. Put your hands together for Kyle. <laughs> this all just hit me really hard at once. <laughs> uh, I'm actually going to do something interesting. I'm, I don't know if you guys heard the radio fading out. There you go the radio fading out right when my name was called. I'm gonna continue uh, that topic that they were on, which was the Irish. They were, it sounded like they were talking about the Irish. Uh, Cause I'm Irish and I, I actually try to say that in my sets now because um, seems relevant. The Irish faced a lot of racism when they came over here in the 1800s and I think 
now's the time in our history we can learn a lot from that. But the thing that I think is the most unique about it is how they overcame the racism that they faced. Um, the Irish overcame the racism that they faced by becoming the most racist people uh, the country had ever seen. They, uh, it's true, I'm, it's funny. Uh, they, uh, they formed a, they formed a exclusive cult. They were so racist. <laughs> they formed an exclusive cult and they called themselves the police department. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't, I know, I know that's just like preaching to the choir right now, jokes like that. Uh, I, sometimes you just start down a path with a joke that you can't avoid. Is it the reverb? That, that sounds, that sounds less echoey. That sounds pretty good. Cool. Um, my, my heritage didn't really have anything to do with my upbringing, so I was pretty alarmed when I, uh, <laughs> I started blacking out every time I drank. I was like, where did this, what, ha what, ha why, why is this happening? Um, and so I, uh, I stopped, I stopped doing that and yeah, blacking out. Yeah, just deductively, just like the blacking out by part. the transitive property. Now it's for other reasons. Uh, <laughs> by the transitive property of the fact that I, um, I don't consume alcohol right now. I, I, that I do not black out. Um, and I have a lot of friends who, who still want me to like go out to bars and get fucked up with them. But what they don't understand is that even if I, I did still drink, I'd want to. Uh, I wanted to just do it by myself. I actually found that to be the most fun, which some people don't think that's normal. I, I don't know. I had a hard time with those people. Um, I liked I liked being by myself um, in my apartment. And so they're like, come on, if if we like took you out to a bar and we got you hammered, what's what's the first thing you'd do? Be like, definitely drive home as fast as possible and offer everybody rides. Uh, as long as they didn't wear their seatbelts. <sighs> I, uh, I'm gonna pretend like this, I didn't do this exact same thing here yesterday. I <laughs> I've never heard these jokes before. It's true. I, I am doing it for you two, really. Um, I, uh, I've, I, I watched Jaws recently. I just felt an urge because it had been like, I don't know, 10 years. I was like, I, I want to go back and watch Jaws. This is a classic. Um, and about halfway through watching it, I realized why I felt that urge. And it's because that, that movie is like the perfect allegory for the coronavirus. I don't know if you really remember it. Um, go back and watch it. The parallels are insane. Um, there's this dangerous thing that kills a couple people and the experts find out. And so they go to the town government and they're like, you gotta shut down. You have, it's the biggest weekend of the year coming up, 4th of July. There's going to be thousands of people here. You can't afford that. It's going to be too dangerous. The mayor's like, we can't shut down. It's the biggest weekend of the year. Exactly. We, it's, we can't. It would destroy our small local economy. And so they stay open. And thousands of people show up. And some of them die. Proving the experts correct. There's a big moment where the mayor realizes he might have really fucked up <laughs> and then the big reveal comes with the shark you finally see the shark it's the big moment and the moment you do you're like that's fake <laughs> there's no way that that's real that's 
that's what killed those people? I don't, I don't know about that. Uh, there's clearly people off screen controlling that thing. <laughs> well, how did all those people die in the water then, huh? Did they drown? Yeah, they went swimming with diabetes. <laughs> they weighed 400 pounds. What did you... <laughs> You know Are the you guy comparing this to London Breed's current situation right now? Um, I'm comparing it to a much larger situation. <laughs> it's bigger than Breed. Yeah, but the whole takeaway is that you know that the guy who's directing all this, his last name's Spielberg. That's all I'm saying. That's all. I'm not saying anything. Wait, but are you a racist Irish person coming out against the Jews right now? I know my act. Yes, oh my yes. God. You made you just made it so much funnier by explaining it. <laughs> Thank you. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna shit on myself now for the next couple of minutes. Um, I need to figure out a transition. I had a a bad transition the other night, so maybe I'll just dive into it. When I was a kid, I figured out that I could suck my own dick. Um, okay, now I'm paying attention. Yeah, I had a feeling. I had a feeling you this would make your ears perk up. Um, I, and it's one of those when you it's a rare thing, you know, we're actually called the chosen ones um, But it's you know, it's like an urban it's like when you're like a I don't know like a 12 year old Kid it's like an urban legend like can is it possible? But no one wants to admit it. No, you ask any kid. I've never tried. It's like no you've never succeeded That's what, that's that's why you're not copping to it um it, by the way, it's not. It's. I don't think it's. I don't think it's a uh, gay to do that. I think it's very narcissistic. It's very sucking your own dick is just like an ouroboros of of vanity. Like it's you're just a snake eating itself. It goes on forever, um, and frankly, it's a little overrated uh, because it doesn't really feel like you're getting your dick sucked, but it definitely feels like you're sucking a dick. So. <laughs> I personally, I was like, I'm, this is overrated. Uh, but I knew that I had this very rare ability. And I was like, what do I do with this information? Um, so that summer, I was at a sleepaway camp, and my roommates were talking about how it was impossible as, you know, 28-year-old uh, men. I'm just kidding. As, as young boys are, are wont to do, they were like, it's impossible. And I was like, no, I believe it or not, I actually can do it. And they looked at me and they're like, you're a liar. And I, in that moment, I was like, I'm about to fucking dunk on these guys so hard. <laughs> um, because if there's one thing I would hate more than my friends telling everyone that I suck my own dick in front of them, it's, uh, it's calling me dishonest. So, <laughs> and I, 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 I did it. I did it, and um, and I I proved myself right. I don't really think I won, but in the middle of it, I just remember thinking like, oh man, I bet those guys must feel like total idiots right now. <laughs> um, yeah, I uh, that was that was how I knew I was meant to be with my girlfriend. Was when I told her that uh, I was like, I th this you're either gonna love it or leave it. I was able to do this when I was a kid, and she's like, I don't care. Turns out most people don't, and that's a secret I've kept for years, only to realize that. Um, I've been I've been pretty cooped up with my girlfriend in coronavirus. Uh, I was, uh, you know, it's like when you're when you're cooped up, it's uh, it's like, and you you argue over things. 
all of it, none of it matters, but all of it's frustrating. Um, like she was saying to me the other day, you know, I, you're talk, telling me about how I wasn't open-minded. She's like, you need to try, I, I want you to try, why don't you try new things? Why don't you do that? And I was like, isn't that why I haven't broken up with you yet? <laughs> isn't that, I feel like it's working out pretty well, you know? Uh, I mean, she was just talking about a new sushi place that opened up, but I took it there. Uh, I think the thing that's really causing tension right now, one of the things that's causing tension, ooh, Ooh, dude, it's, is it the weekend? Henry, wow. It is a Saturday. It never feels like it anymore, but it is Saturday. I don't know. I think it's, it's Easter. Um, the, the thing that's causing tension right now is the fact that my neighbor has very loud sex, very thin walls. And she has, she just has some guy over all the time, and they have no, they no discretion. <laughs> he throws her. It sounds like, but it's it's very loud. And um, my girlfriend works from home, and I, I'm just a loser. So we both sit on the couch, <laughs> and I have to. We both have to listen to this woman moan in orgasmic pleasure, and it becomes very. It, it's like serves like a clear reminder that. That is a uh, that is absent, <laughs> and so it become in our relationship it becomes that much clearer. Um, and I don't like I don't like where my head goes with that. You know, I I like uh, when I have to listen to that for so long. Eventually, I'm just like, you know what? Uh, if this was like Yemen or um, Pakistan, I'd probably be well within my right to go over there and just cut her head off. <laughs> like, like, like. You know, knock on the door, like, sorry, you're making me feel things I don't like or understand, and so you got you got to go, okay? <laughs> um, I'm gonna end it. I'm gonna end it there. Last time I did that joke, only Drea laughed at it, so I was like, I gotta try this again. I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, thank you very much. Wow, Kyle, a man that can suck his own dick. Who knew? Our young Kyle was capable of such things. All right, thank you so much for that enlightening set. Um, I believe next we have a beautiful lady who's graced us with her presence from the OC. Tell us about it, Shell B. <laughs> I am, yes, I am from Orange County, that is true. A lot of people don't, like when they first look at me, they don't they don't read that right away. It's usually the men's clothes that I'm wearing. Um, not exactly the OC vibe. We'll get into it. Um, hey everybody, I'm Shelby, thanks so much. Um, this is, this pretty much marks hour 72 of listening to Nelly Furtado's I'm Like a Bird on loop for me. So I'm going through something, I don't know what it is. Um, it's probably from the seventh or eighth grade. Uh, also mixed into there is Mac Miller, so not promising, again, for the mental health situation that I'm in at the moment. Um, and it was funny, I was listening to Mac Miller, and you know you scroll, I have Spotify. You guys have Spotify, so you know what I'm talking about as far as app layout? Great. So I have Spotify. And when you scroll to the bottom, it'll have, you know, like similar playlists that would interest them, and a lot of time for artists, they have like, this is Mac Miller. So I scroll down to the bottom and I see this is Mac Miller 
And right next to it, the next playlist they recommend is This Is Ariana Grande. How fucking rude of Spotify. That is so tasteless. And their photos are like mirrored, so they're kind of looking at each other, but they're both looking at the camera, so they're still avoiding each other. Like, it's just so, like, I felt awkward on my own phone, like, years after this breakup had happened. Like, it was just really tasteless. Like, I, even in death, right? And poor Mac Miller passed, but it's like, even in death, I don't want my exes anywhere near me. Like, you can't get me back, baby. First off, I'm dead. But you're just, you can't. It's not going to happen at any point. Um, like, even when my body disintegrates and it's just like cosmic dust, like, even at my dustiest, I'm too good for you. So, please. Um, but, yeah, Nelly Furtado, big 2000s idol. I've really been getting back into, like, my 2000s phase. I'm a youngin', so I was about six. Uh, when the millennia changed to the 2000s, but this now is my time, right? Like, I had my period where I was looking at my friend's cool older sister and her butterfly bedazzled dangle earrings, and I wanted it so bad, and now I finally get to have it, right? Like, I have my ears pierced. Eight-year-old me would be floored. She never could have imagined. I have two piercings on each ear, two. She was begging for one on any ear, anything, really. That, I have a job now, I can afford Coke, so I can really chase Coke chic. Like, I could have it, it's like, I'm so close. I'm so close. I still get ads for Fashion Nova, though. Like, that's Gen Z's celebrities. Like, they wear Fashion Nova, which doesn't resonate with me. Like, my celebrities wore Ed Hardy. Thank you, and True Religion. So if you're gonna pass me some ads, I need to see some bedazzled jeans. Okay, bye, bye, bye. That's that's the targeted marketing that I need. <laughs> um, let's see, we're a bunch of comedians in the room, so who has insecurities? Let's hear it. Woohoo! Phenomenal. <laughs> Maybe they're real. <laughs> um, I was always like an insecure kid, so I'm definitely overcompensating now, right? So <laughs> I. Um, was thinking about like, obviously like I'm chasing this 20,000s version of myself, like there's a lot of glam going on, but still a lot of grunge. Um, but I was just always kind of this insecure kid. Like I just, so so the reason is, is like my dad used to make scenes in public because he was an unstable guy. So, and I was this like derpy child, like I had Harry Potter glasses for most of my life. And I was like, if people are gonna stare at us, stare at me getting abused in public, I at least wanna look good. Um, and I remember I had this like mortifying memory. It was like this really scarred me. Like, do you remember the period in like late elementary school or whenever it was for you, but you started to really care about how you looked and how you dressed, right? And you were right on that cusp of your mom was still buying your clothes and there was a lot of tension. There's a lot of tension with that situation because she wasn't listening to you. She had a Kohl's coupon and she was gonna use it how she wanted. I had no say. So I was haunted for too long by this pair of awful white leather sketchers flat bottom, electric blue highlight sketchers. My mom thought they were very cute, so I had to wear them, so I wore them, and I was mortified. Like, this is, again, like, it was in the 2000s, like, people were wearing Converse, Jack Purcells. That was the cool thing to have, and I was stuck in these, like, glorified toothpaste clown shoes. Like, it was awful. It was awful, and my strategy was, it was like, I'm gonna wear them down, like, I'm gonna play so hard in these, I'm gonna get them filthy, I'm gonna break them, we're gonna get new shoes. I wore through those things in like two weeks. It was amazing. And my mom was like, that's phenomenal. You love them so much. I got the exact same pair. Ah, you're my clown shoes. 
as the replacement shoes was the exact same pair. <laughs> my nightmare and I was trapped. Um, and another thing, so like I had to do Girl Scouts, right? I had to Yay! be an established young lady, I did. And we had to wear, so there was this ceremony from Orange County, we would take like a trip up to San Francisco and it was called bridging, right? You bridge to the next age group. So we were bridging, we had to walk across the San Francisco bridge and we had to wear these awful, disgusting pink jumpers, like pink zip up neon. Like it was probably just like a traffic hazard. They're like, please don't hit our little angels. Like they're clearly marked in bright pink. But I was like, this is a disgusting color. It doesn't look good on me. Like I don't want to be here. And so I had to walk across the whole Golden Gate Bridge in this disgusting pink hoodie. And when we got to the other side, there was like an event on the bridge that day actually, and someone had jumped from the bridge. And I was thinking there was a way out of this. <laughs> I was a dramatic little kid, and I've been thinking about it ever since. Um, <laughs> but I just honestly, like, I didn't really pace it right, like, how I looked versus how I wanted to look. Like, I, when I was in elementary school, it was Orange County, and, like, the whole slutty fairy costume peaked as I was growing up. So in fifth grade, it's like the Halloween costume parade, and all my friends have fucking extensions, curls. They're in these, like, really cute, short, like, fake boob-enhancing costumes, and I was still dressing like Dracula, king of the night. Um, that was still cool to me. It was fun though, it was fun. Like, cause it was Orange County, my mom like crushed up some of her pills and put it on my face as white makeup. My dad punched me in the nose, so I had a little blood. Like, it was, it was a great Halloween costume, but I was just not dressed appropriately with my peers. Like, I felt out of place for sure. Um, I still do, right, still do. I still dress kinda like, you know, your standard San Francisco Bay Area, like pseudo-lesbian most days. Um, it's a really ineffective strategy for dating because it's not convincing enough for actual lesbians to hit on me. Like, I don't even get that opportunity, but it's definitely enough for guys to be confused. <laughs> so it's an effective strategy for being alone. Um, <laughs> although I will say, so like looking at Gen Z, I'm just really confused because they've got all kinds of, they got all kinds of shit they're trying to pull back up. Like they're trying to be nostalgic about it. They want to do Terry sweatsuits, like Viva la Juicy Couture. I'm like, you didn't live it. You don't even know. Like, don't make don't make fun of my of my bar of attractiveness. Like, I want to hit that for real. Um, but the latest thing they started doing is they started doing makeup tutorials to put eyeshadow sleep bags under their eyes. Like they're pretending that they're tired. Like, check your fucking privilege. I've been listening to Nelly Furtado for 72 hours straight, like alternating crying some songs, because sometimes it's an inspiring song, sometimes it's a sad song. I don't know, I can't figure it out yet, guys. I'll let you know. Maybe it's hour like 96, I don't know. But God, I, man, they're killing me. But you know what, I don't feel that bad for them because I keep thinking about like, whenever they have to show up for a DUI or whatever, or however this happens, whatever crimes, like they're gonna have to get judged by a jury of their peers. And I can't even imagine a jury of Gen Z. Like that to me, that's a nightmare. No one's paying attention. No one has the attention span to sit through a trial. Like the poor court reporter is gonna go out of business because they're just gonna record it on their TikToks and put like a mashup at the end. Like this is what happened from everyone's perspective. It's like vantage point, but just people are dancing. It's gonna be. Uh, thankfully I get to avoid it. Like I'm, so I'm on the cusp. I was born in 94, um, which makes me like a millennial. I'm a millennial, but I'm also like very borderline Gen Z, which it's like the ghost of Christmas past. It's following me around, but I'll learn from it. The one thing I did learn from it though was beyond healthy self-esteem, I just went straight to narcissism. Like I just went way past into overconfidence and 
it doesn't feel great some days when I when, like the millennial side of me can notice it and like knows I'm being out of line. But in some situations, it's really great. Like for example, I bullied my ex off of a park bench the other week. Like that hasn't just come. And first off, that definitely doesn't come from like a healthy relationship ending, but definitely came from that Gen Z overconfidence that I had bolstered up with like my receipts and having like crawled through his Instagram and whatever profiles. Like the new generation empowered me to make that move. And it was great just seeing him scramble. Like I made eye contact with him on the bench. She's like, get off the bench, it's my bench. We were still like distant, but he did. He like scrambled back into the bushes like a raccoon. It was a powerful, powerful moment. Thanks, Gen Z, for that one. All right, guys. My name's Shelby. Thanks for the time. Yay! Bye. Fashion matters. That's what I learned from that set. Fashion matters, as does makeup. That is unbelievable. These people are putting fake bags under their eyes as if they have something to be stressed out about. Leave it to the millennials or the gen. Wait, is it Gen Z? Yeah, yeah, the Gen Z. Ugh. Kylie, get out of here with your makeup tutorials. All right, next on the mic, I believe we have uh, the proprietor of Muni Radio, Ms. Pam Benjamin, Yay! stepping up to the mic. She's getting her own mic plugged in to plug us all into the new. Word on the street. All my new jokes. No, I, I do. I have a couple new Hi, everybody. That was, uh, I identify with those thin walls that you have. I, uh, I heard my neighbors. I thought I heard my neighbors having sex. Got kind of excited, kind of got into it. Realized it was actually just my cats play fighting in the other room. Surprisingly easy to finish. It's <laughs> not masturbate with my cats all the time not like with not like with my like next to my cats like I'm masturbating my cats masturbating next to me we're not together but do you know how soft a cat's paw is do you know how soft like my cat is so sweet um while I'm masturbating sometimes he'll take his paw and he'll put it on my lower back you know so I can feel loved and uh, right before I'm going to come, he, he puts his claws out, <laughs> just so I know who's boss. He's the boss. Who's the boss? He's the boss. I love my cats. I was thinking about scraping up the cat hair from my floor and knitting a COVID mask, <laughs> like the new Etsy, <laughs> just cat hair masks. Crazy cat lady over here. Wow. I actually did get laid the other day and it was really exciting. And I did, I came really hard because like while I was coming, uh, he put his hand on my lower back and then he recited my joke to me. And I don't know what made me come harder. That like, <laughs> that he recited my joke or he actually listens to me. I can't believe he literally recited my, he's like, so I put my lower back, put my hand on your lower back so you can feel loved. Is that right? And I was like, oh my God. You just recited my joke to me. I came so hard. It was, woo! Also, narcissism problem. Low self-esteem, high value of self. No, no value of self. Uh, 
No, I uh, I bake I bake almost every day because it does give me like I'm like ooh look I'm a witch I'm alchemy ooh I bake and I've been I've been really upset about I've been reading a lot of Grimm's fairy tales I've been rereading the entire compendium because like I don't know history and whatever builds who we are as people it's fine but I just get so miffed about the way that witches are represented in these tales these these archetypical stories with witches like what you know Hansel and Gretel maybe she just liked to bake like why we why we vilify this witch she just loves gingerbread like she wants to cook for children she just loves kids maybe and maybe like she wanted to eat Hansel. Uh, what if it's more metaphorical? What if she just wants to like suck his child cum? Here's the thing. If Jeff Bezos takes child blood and puts it inside his body to stay young forever, what does kid jizz do? Like, is it, they call it a facial for a reason. When you get cum on your face and it dries, it takes out all the wrinkles. It's amazing. It's like, you feel so young. But then it stands to reason if, if eating kid jizz makes you young forever, you know, how many 25-year-olds have to jizz in my box before I stay young forever? Like, how do I? Am I a witch? I'm a witch. Ah, I'm a witch. I do like to bake, though. Um, and are anybody vegan? You don't seem like a vegan. No, no vegans. No, it's okay. It's vegans are hypocrites. I know why vegans are hypocrites, though. They eat they eat bread, right? Do you, vegans eat bread, which is so hypocritical. I bake bread all the time. I take yeast. You make it alive. You take it from its dormant state. You feed it. You make it burp and fart. It makes your bread rise. You, you heat up the oven. You throw the bread in, and you murder entire cultures. Bread is some Nazi shit, bro. It is some Nazi fucking shit. Murdering entire cultures. Oh, but the vegans, they eat bread. Sure. This is what I thought. Oh, my God. Okay. I smoke a lot of pot. And sometimes it makes me think I'm the smartest person in the world. Now, how about this? Let's not kill cows. What if we keep the cows alive, but we give them cancers that grow steaks? What if you could have a cow that grew 10 cancer steaks on its back and you could just excise them and eat them, right? You keep the cow alive. No cows were hurt in the making of these steaks. These are delicious, practically vegan steaks, right? They are made by animals, but we're friends with the animal. We feed the animal well. We pet him, name him maybe. I don't know. Tumor steaks? Is this too far? Is that... Tumor, uh, tumor, anything, man. I'm, I, 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 I'm in love with Martha Stewart. I, I don't understand why she hasn't. She doesn't have her own like brand of bread made from her own vaginal yeast. Why are we not eating Martha Stewart's bread products right now? Like it just seems silly. How about this? The one person in the world that's doing everything wrong, Tom Brady. What is Tom Brady do? Tom Brady should be in a room right now, jizzing into cups so that we can have 
all Tom Brady babies. There is the next president in that nutsack. There is the next astronaut in that nutsack. I am 46 years old. I do not want to have a baby, but I will have a Tom Brady baby right now. <laughs> We're misusing all of his great We should just be hooking him up to like a, one of those little milker things. We should just be taking Tom Brady's sperm and spreading it all over the United States. I want some Tom Brady sperm. You can give me a facial. Uh, anybody else make all their major life decisions from the Magic 8-Ball? <laughs> Just <laughs> right 50% of the time. It's, it's, it works out. I either make all my life decisions from the 8-Ball or from spite. <laughs> it's pretty much all of my major life decisions. It's so funny because there's some co comedians that are like having beef with me and they're like, eh, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I haven't talked to my mom in nine years. You think I give a fuck about you? I've known you for like four months. <laughs> you think I give a shit about what you think? Talk to my family, bro. You think you're special? <laughs> Fucking narcissists. Uh, we all are. I stopped biting my nails and it, and it's great because it's COVID and my fingers look so elegant, but it is impossible to masturbate. I have, I think I cut my vagina <laughs> with my, ah, I cut myself with my own nails. It hurt. I didn't like it, but they do. They look so, they look so pretty. They, I'm like, oh my God, this is what my hands could have looked like all this time. I'm going to get some French Botox. I'm going to get some bangs and then I'll be pretty again. But I do, I get compli I get complimented all the time. It's great. Um, I was walking through the Tenderloin and a guy was like, hey girl, show me that pretty mouth. <laughs> it's COVID times. Take down the mask. Another lady looked at me and she's like, I like everything you're doing here. And I was like, oh, that's so nice of you to say. Oh, oh, and the other day, a man said to me, he said, hey, little booty. <laughs> little booty. It's nice. Appreciate the compliments. I don't know if it's catcalling or complimenting. I'll take it though. A gentleman looked at me and he was like, girl, you've been living a long time to look 22. <laughs> it's a compliment. I'm taking it. I'm not getting in your car, but I'm taking the compliment. Cars actually do pull over and they'll stop and be like, hey, little booty, you want to get? No. <laughs> like, Do I look like a, a guy offered me meth the other day. I'm like, this is a meth look to you? Okay. All right. I like free drugs. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't, I haven't done meth since I was 25. That's not true. <laughs> but I did, I did do a lot of meth when I was 25. I did for a year. It was fun. I was teaching, I was actually teaching junior high at the time. I was teaching junior high special ed and I was on so much meth and it was so fun. I, I mean, I'd get in there and I'd be like, ah, you guys want to learn? And they're like, we're junior hires. And I was like, you all have ADHD, so do I. I don't actually, that's why when I do meth, I get high. Because <laughs> if you have ADHD and you do meth, you get calm, which is like brain chemistry, whatevs. I love pharmacology. Anybody, I'll, I'll leave you on this. Who, who loves drugs, you love drugs? I love drugs. My favorite drugs are benzodiazepines. I love benzos, I love, and it's funny because they're actually called the Tupam family. That's like what doctors call benzodiazepines. They call them the Tupam family because of like lorazepam, diazepam, all the Pams, right? So when I had um, my second abortion, 
I really only have one regret about the abortion. First, the drugs are great, so I don't regret that. My legs are up in the stirrups. They give me this amazing drug called midazolam. <laughs> Short-lived, fast-acting benzodiazepine. Give it to me. Best part of the abortion, 100%, is the drugs. So my legs are up there, and they're doing the th- They say, hey, you know, it's like a five-minute procedure. Some people talk. Some people don't talk. I said, has anyone ever told jokes? And they were like, that's never happened. I did a hot five. <laughs> I did a killer show. It was actually a bringer. It was a bringer show, but I left it there. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, but the only regret I have about my second abortion is that they didn't let me take my phone in, so I couldn't tape the set. Did it matter? Was it important? Were those... Were those life-changing jokes? Were those life-changing five? Was that a life-changing five minutes for me? Not really. (laughs) Because right now, I would have a six-year-old. Can you imagine me with like a six-year-old? Fuck no. (laughs) You think, I won't even vaccinate myself. What do you think I'm going to do with a kid? (laughs) You'll be fine. (laughs) You're going to survive. All right. Uh, Do you want me to introduce you? All right, your next comedian, he's been running this show. He's got a new show on Thursdays from 4 to 6 called Funny People, including Will Brown. He's going to be interviewing comedians, so sign up for his show. Put your hands together right now, everybody, for Will Brown. Yay! I got you, Pam. All right, thank you, Pam. That was hilarious. She, mm, I think that we are eating Martha Stewart's vaginal yeast. We just don't know it. She's she's gonna when it's gonna be on her deathbed. She's gonna be like, "You've all been eating my yeast." She's gonna drop the real situation on us that we didn't know about. Insider trading. Mm, something's being traded inside. Anyways, and hearkening back to Shelby, um, you're a Girl Scout. Uh, yeah. I was a Cub Scout. I was a Boy Scout. And in between, there's the like the Weebelows. Do you know about the Weebelows? Yeah, yeah. I was even a Weebelow, and I was like, who are we blowing? The older scouts, I don't know about this. And those scoutmasters were gay. That's why they were so anti-gay, because they had to be to keep all the gay. They're, oh my God, the pedophiles probably wanted to be a scoutmaster. Like every pedophile's dream is to be a scoutmaster. Like I can kind of understand the anti-gay sentiment there. I mean, right, Pam, you are a scoutmaster. You're just an adult. You're a shepherder of adults. Young adult comedian, young male comedians. But so I was telling the Hen- Henry that I was like, I was a Cub Scout and uh, a Boy Scout and whatnot. And, and he was just like, uh, I was like, yeah, we used to get merit badges. You know, you learn how to build a campfire yourself. They give you a merit badge. You learn how to, you know, dig a bomb shelter. They, you know, use a can opener. There's a merit badge for all these things, right? You know, you earn some badges, probably cooking and, you know, girl stuff. I don't know. It's very sexist. It's very binary. It's very gender binary. Yeah. Um, Are you serious? Outdoor cooking badge, yes. 
And I was like, we need um, gay scouts or just like regular people scouts. We need badges for like surviving pandemics. You know, I'm like, okay, I survived HIV. I was 14 years a condom wearer. I survived that pandemic uh, that took out quite a lot of people right here in San Francisco. Um, What other pandemics did I survive? Um, Oh, um, uh, COVID, Henry, you say it louder. I can't hear you. The microphone's not on. You gotta like yell. Oh, we survived Trump. We survived Trump. I'm a white person and I survived Black Lives Matter. Nobody smashed any of my windows. I look like I would have money. I don't, but I look like I might. Survived all that in one year. And um, I think I need a merit badge. I think we've earned a lot of merit badges, just still staying alive and showing up, just showing up for life every day. It's a struggle. I need, I need points, I need credits, I need instant gratification feedback, personally. Okay, so I was gonna talk about that, and then I also uh, wanted to talk about some throwback jokes that I haven't performed in quite a while. This little man and his, oh, there's so many little kids out, hi. We need outdoor speakers to bring in the masses. No, we're not allowed to do that. It's COVID. <laughs> Anyhow, um, so a throwback joke. Okay, so Shelby, maybe you're the only person in the room that hasn't heard this joke five times. <laughs> so I'm gonna tell it mainly for you and the radio listeners and the millions of radio listeners out there that are gonna enjoy this. Okay, so like, you know, do you watch? Are you a fan of RuPaul Drag Race or drag queens at all? Fan? You don't watch it all the time. You're not like a. Okay, who's your favorite drag queen? If you can name one drag queen, I'll be pr- impressed. Um, yes, Aquarius. She's a very, very Gen Z millennial cusp like yourself. Alaska. Okay. Alaska Thunder. Oh, I can say it. It's indoor. Yes. Alaska Thunderfuck 2000. <laughs> She's hilarious. I wish I was as funny as her. But anyhow, like, you know, during this whole pandemic, it just gets so hard to even just, like, leave the house for any reason. You know, if it's not to be on stage, I'm like, I got a to-do list. I got to, like, go to the bank and go get my groceries. I don't even feel like doing that. I'm like, I'll leave the house if there's an audience. (laughs) So then I decided to marry it with my um, love of RuPaul's Drag Race. I'm like, I'm just going to, like, go through my to-do list. I'm going to assign myself a drag comedian persona for each (laughs) chore on my to-do list just to motivate me, to make it fun. So, you know, it's like I'm going to... um, I need to go get a haircut, you know, that's hard to do these days. Uh, And so then I was like, you know what, fuck it. I'm just gonna cross this off my to-do list. I'm gonna give myself my own haircut in the mirror, but I'm gonna do it as the drag queen, uh, Maletta Bangs. (laughs) (laughs) And so I snipped my bangs like higher than they should be, left it long in the back, cause fuck it, you know. And then it's like, you know, they say it's like a mullet a is like business in the front, party in the back. But also, like, you know, the, the mullet, I think, originated in my homeland in West Virginia, the Appalachia. I think we started the mullet, personally. I don't know. I think it harkens back to, like, the highlands of Scotland or something. Um, but, the, you know, and then, like, the lesbians caught on, right? And then it became, like, an international lesbian phenomenon, you know, like... 
who's it? Melissa Etheridge had one. Martina Navratilova. They all rocked the mullet at some point, right? Then it kind of went dormant for a while, and then the hipsters started bringing it back. Like in San Francisco, in the Mission, you walk around, they have these like ironic mullets. <laughs> but I got like this mullet 4.0, which is um, it's kind of like douchey and businessman in the front, and then long and curly and kind of immigranty in the back. <laughs> And I call it the reverse Uber. <laughs> it's kind of a um, controversial look, but I like it like that. It's kind of Brazilian and Middle Eastern and you know, darker in the back and then Aryan and I make a lot of money in the front. Um, so, uh, oh, and then, so then, okay, my other to-do list items, I had to go to the bank and cash some checks. So I did it as the drag queen, Keisha checks cashing checks at the bank. Tick tock, blow it up, tell her, won't you make me, <laughs> oh no, I, I fucked it up. Tick tock on the drop, tell her, blow my bank account up tonight. <laughs> I don't know. There's a song there I forgot. This is an old joke. I'm dusting off some old jokes today. Um, and then, oh, oh, and then so then like, I had to get keys made for my new apartment. So I went and got the keys made and I was like, mission accomplished. I am the drag queen Accompalisha Keys. <laughs> because no one, no one, no one loses their keys as much as I do. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and if you listen closely, I lost the key on that song. I mean, so I just proved my own point as I was singing. So, um, oh my God, it's so wonderful. Shelby, I want to book you as one of the first comics that I interview on my new podcast. I mean, who would think to do a podcast during a pandemic? Like, I think I'm the first person to think like, <gasps> perfect time to start your own podcast. Like, nobody's thought of this before, but. But you're doing it in like a very established environment. Yes. It's comfortable. We are not, that is not a closet back there. It's all windows. <laughs> Just like, <laughs> hide it under a bushel. No, I'm going to let it shine. Hide it under a bushel. No, I'm going to let it. Pam knows all those Christian songs. Shelby, were you raised Christian? Yes, girl. <gasps> you were a Bible school leader. Wow. That's why there's a lot of incels. A lot. A lot of incels that come out of church. Yeah. Oh wait, you're a Catholic. You're a Catholic girl. Ooh. Oh no, no, no. I like I pretended through vacation Bible school. I didn't learn anything. You didn't learn it, but you let it. Those who can't do teach. I know that. My favorite Bible verse is uh, whatever the one where he is in support of whores, like <laughs> Mary Magdalene, yeah, and he's like, whoever, that, whoever that's in Catholic or stone. That, there you go. Exactly. Stone Don't stone that prostitute. Like, you guys just want to throw rocks at her because you want to bang her <laughs> for real, like the good way. Get Know her in the biblical sense before <laughs> you. You can't throw rocks at nobody.
<laughs> don't throw no rocks. You live in a glass house, bitch. All right, this has been wonderful. Thank you so much for hosting us, Pam Benjamin. I all right, I like moved the sliders, but thank you. Ow! Turn up that music, Henry. We can't turn that slider. Henry, do you have some jokes? Oh! Uh, so, my name is Henry. I had a little bit of licorice and courage. Um, so, here I am. Um, so, Kyle was talking about being Irish. Um, I recently did my 23andMe, and I found out that um, I'm 0.7% Irish. But sometimes I'm 8.5 Irish by injection. <laughs> and... Um, also, like, it, it, 